Welcome to Vanguard Garage Gaming. My name is Reese. I'm joined by Monty and your Vanguards for Conquest Last Argument of Kings by Parabellum. Mate, how you doing? I am super duper. Thank you for asking. How are you, my man? Oh, mate, it's a it's a glorious day. I have way too much hobby and the Febpocalypse of video games has been punching me as well. So I've got like no time <laughs> on my hands trying to do everything and anything that I want to do. But I, I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. <laughs> mate, time is an illusion. There is no time. I know, right? It, de it definitely feels like that. I think there's been like four games that have come out this month that I've wanted to play video game wise. And I'm just like, I don't have the time. Um uh, but, I mean, I've, I've somehow managed to get most of my Nords finished now. I've got, what, six Fenner I need to quickly do some last touches up on, and I need to paint an Ice Yotna, and then my whole Nords army is done. Just in time for Old Dominion. Woohoo! Here they come. Uh, well, here the Nords come. as well as Old Dominion. But, uh, that but too. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> your, your Nords will look beautiful, mate. Oh, mate, I'm so keen after two years of basically holding on to them that I... um. I finally have them all painted because I have been super lazy on that front. Um, mm -hmm. I had I had really good steam at the start and then I just uh, just fell behind. But I'm glad it's all done. But mate, you've been smashing out your uh, your wadroon lately. Yeah, I have, bud. I've um I've, I've been sort of hitting the table pretty hard. Uh, try to paint the bastards because uh, oh, actually, <laughs> well, nah, whatever. We get to yeah. on the show. It's our show. Um, it. We make the rules. <laughs> Oh, we'll put a disclaimer at the start. Um, yeah, Reese had wanted to get loose. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, I basically have been awash in 100K mm. writing lists. I've been living living the theory. Um, and I have a stack of boxes that I want to build and paint and play. And I've set myself the task that I cannot touch them until I fully finish my 2,000-point list. <laughs> uh, in terms of painting and getting it tabletop ready so look it is it's hard i'm not a great painter but i think i'm just doing it in bulk and it'll look good from like 30 meters away mate you say you're not a good painter but some of your stuff looks infinitely better than mine and i mean i'm not a great painter either but I feel like I, I have a little bit more time, a lot of it, for to actually sit down and paint. Um, and and some of your stuff looks look, just just puts mine to shame, mate. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say as much on that. Oh <laughs> uh, goodness. So, but what are we going to launch into today and grab other scruff of the neck? Well, our main topic today is we. So Parabellum have done uh, us the good and gracious uh, amazement of uh, revealing in their entirety the new single player starter kits that are coming. So mm. this is uh, in tandem with the new core box set coming as well, um, mm. which is uh, basically it's the same as the old core set. It just comes with more stuff, which you wouldn't think would have been possible if you've ever opened one of them. Um, but basically, now all of your regiments in the core box come with their command sprues, so your men-at-arms and all that can have their banners and their leaders, uh, and your force-grown drones and stuff get it as well. Um, mm. And the Ferromancer in there comes with the, his own infantry stand, which is something that obviously when the original core box came out wasn't part of the main rules, and then that changed, and... The, he just never had anything, but now he has his own infantry stand. So basically, this new core box, which realistically the price hasn't gone up that much when you consider, you know, everything going on in the world and the increasing cost for um for plastics and that. And it's like you get 
the same and more from the core box set. So still an absolutely amazing deal if you're trying to get in on 100 Kingdoms or Spires. Mm. Um, and it's an amazing deal if you're just trying to get into the game as well, because it gives you everything you need to get started. Yeah, and getting started, uh, nice turn of phrase there, bud, because um, that's what this episode's all about. So a few moons ago, well, many moons ago, really, <laughs> we covered essentially uh, a two-part series on on where to go for new players, you know, what to do when you get a starter box or, or how to start a faction, what are some of the pros and cons and way to build up your list to, to say, a 2K force to start fighting uh, for glory and for prestige. Um, and look, a lot's changed since then. Like we've had what um, one rules update might have been one and a half rules update by the time we sort of finished getting through everything, mm. Um, mm. and yeah, then we've got these new core boxes as well, which are great. And I'm pretty sure there wasn't even a, a fifth faction at that point. I think there was only the four when we did that episode. Oh, you might even um, be right. I don't think. Yeah, I don't even remember if the ah oh, they might have been, but it might have been very new. So I think we, mm -hmm. we might have like skipped over them in, in um, sort of, you know, dodge to get to the factions that have been out for a while. So, mm -hmm. But yeah, so basically because of the, that's a little segue, because of the new, essentially, faction starter boxes, mm -hmm. um, what we're going to do, we're going to rattle through each of the five factions. Essentially, this is aimed for, uh, newer players, experienced players, players who just like to hear the sound of our melodious voices. Yeah. Um, essentially, we're just going to rattle off where to go from the box that essentially Parabellum has brought out. Yeah, exactly. Like, and and bear in mind as well, when you get one of these boxes, it comes with a piece of paper and it's saying, "Hey, here's some ideas." So anything that we might not catch today, or anything that we say today that might not. Um, sort of be like, oh, I don't really like those models. Like, just check out in the box when you get it. There will be like a little, uh, um, like a little booklet that says, hey, if you want to do this, you need this character, these regiments, this character, these regiments. Um, but we're just going to go through some ones that come to our mind. We've been playing the game for two years. We've seen all the armies. Um, we've spoken about them a lot. Like, obviously, we're not experts or anything. But at the very least, we do have, you know, a stake in the horse as it were <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've talked long enough and we have a microphone i think that's mm. that 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 counts our, our voices shall be heard <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah mate where do you want to look, look i think i think like we started last time the easiest place to start is the new core box yeah exactly so like i said new core box is exactly the same the difference is that it comes with those command sprues. So that means that it'll give you some 100 kingdoms and it'll give you some spires. For yeah. the 100 kingdoms side, it gives you the um, mounted noble lord. It gives you a regiment of household knights. It gives you two regiments of men at arms. And then for the spires side, you get a pharomancer. You get two regiments worth of force grown drones, one regiment of brute drones, and an abomination. Yeah. So, mate, let's cover the 100 Kingdoms mm. side of it first. We'll move on to the Spies, then we'll hit the other ones. Uh, ju just wanted to throw in, for the 100 Kingdoms, it also gives you a three stands of crossbowmen. Ah, that's the... I, I had a feeling I was missing something, eh? Mate, you missed the MVPs. 
Yeah, I know, right? I, I'm just trying to burn them out of my memory, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, with the 100 Kingdoms, this... I think all of the boxes are good. Um, they're really good starters for, for, for the factions, but I think this is... This is all bangers, no mash, um, in the very literal sense. I think there's no real way you can go wrong here. The only way you can go wrong with this box is if you look at them and say, I absolutely do not want to run cavalry. Mm. But even then, you're only getting three stands of the cavalry and the mounted lord. So the whole box itself, even if you wanted to run infantry, You've still got two uh, two regiments or one big regiment of men at arms, which is how I love to run them. Six stands. You've got your your, your six stand block, um, and then you've got your crossbows. Which I mean, really, in a lot of lists and a lot of ways that you want to run hundred kingdoms, you need men at arms and crossbows. Yeah, exactly. It's like a necessity. It's it's just so, they're just so easy. They're so cheap. They're so good. They 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 they've got like seventeen different ways of running them. Um, they fit into whatever flavor you want to run. So, look, 100 Kingdoms, I think it gives you such a good start. And, and to be honest, if you wanted to run a list um, that focused on, say, the Noble Lord Cavalry with his supremacy, so speed of horse, getting two of these boxes is basically the cheapest way of running a really competitive army that I could even think of. Oh, yeah, it gives you a great start, and it gives you all of... I mean, they're not even cheap chaff regiments, to be 100% honest, are they? They're just good regiments. No, no. <laughs> because it gives you it gives you the best, the very best starting point for a veteran's army. So for 100 Kingdoms, you've got your three different army rules. Veterans is one um, that myself personally have been have been playing, playing with in my head um, a lot more. Um, it's... An army rule where you basically double the cost of your standard bearer and essentially one of the actual leader models. Um, so, for instance, a leader model would be for um, men at arms, your um, seasoned veteran. There you are. Couldn't mm. think of it for a second yeah. there. Your seasoned veteran, he's 20 points. He gives you the Bastion Draw event. Um, he becomes 40 points and your, um, your standard bearer goes from 10 to 20. For that humble privilege of 30 points, you essentially get plus one volley or clash. In in the minute arms case, you'd, you'd choose clash. Mm. Um, and plus one resolve up to a maximum of three. So they go up significantly in terms of effectiveness. Yeah. And you don't pay much. So the, the veterans also really pump up the horse. Um, it's, a, it's a bit more expensive for them because their tawny champion upgrade is 30 points. So... You're looking at a pretty tidy, tidy sum at the end of it. But the speed of horse with veterans, I we we recently ran a tawny, which we'll probably have a chat about at the end um, of this podcast. Uh, what was it? Not this weekend gone. Last weekend? I think it was. I think it was two, three, two week, two or three weekends ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was very successful. And I was on the receiving end of six horse. <laughs> that basically kill double their points of mine. They just charge, 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 and I was dead. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, really, really, really good. 
Um, so yeah, mate. I look if we're, if we're going hundred kingdoms. What do you think is the first thing to add? If look, if if you didn't want to be boring and just add a couple of these core boxes and call it a day. So um, I honestly am still of the opinion. I think this will mirror exactly what we said back when we first did hundred kingdoms. Um, you need an imperial officer. Mm. Um, now you don't. It, it depends, right? Because the Imperial Officer unlocks a lot of regiments um, and a lot of utility for the Hunter Kingdoms. Um, if you haven't listened to our Hunter Kingdoms faction focus, uh, he has a really good supremacy. He has great uh, warband options. He has great utility just with his battlefield drills. Um, and he's he just gives you so much to your to the faction if you if you if you put him in and he can take men at arms so it's like if you get him on top of a core box you can slap him in a regiment you're done um if you want to go a different way um another option that i think is very popular at the moment um and and it's popular because it works is if you take uh the feast priest uh, and you take militia um Mm. militia are super cheap bodies um you can amp them up to all buggery with just crazy nonsense because they can take veterans um their servite unit upgrade gives them plus one march and plus one resolve which is bonkers um they've got so many different things they can do and the feast priest is a really good priest like um for the purpose of his spell casting he's absolutely immense so that's a different way you can do it so you can either Mm. go sort of like you know your your um medieval knights walk forward with sword and board and you know cavalry and all that or you can go the holy fire route with uh feast priests you know lighting enemies on fire with swaths of flame from their hands so um and those are two um really good builds for hundred kingdoms that you can just build off of um from a core box or even from the new one player starter set for hundred kingdoms as well yeah, exactly, exactly. And you, you really can't go wrong. Uh, the other way you could go, essentially, is chapter mage route. Um, you know, fire mage, you could do... Um, you could do a air mage with a couple of boxes of longbowmen. We'll go through that in another episode because that yep. is just... Mm. <laughs> that, um, that deserves a moment. <laughs> that deserves a moment. Just give me a moment. Um, we will cover that in depth. Don't you worry. Um, and... Like, really, I think the 100 Kingdoms, that they're both the most simple faction to buy for because there's no bad choices. But also, I think they are quite a complex faction to buy for purely in the fact that because they can have so many choices and so many legitimately good ones and not just sort of us paying homage to, you know, the the army builder. They're really, they're, they're, I mean, you could have a tournament willing list seven different ways and i don't think that's a exaggeration yeah exactly so and because of that you could really have selection paralysis you have too many options you have too many builds you can have too many too many different routes to go down and you can also all sometimes get a little bit um muddled in the middle you know you can start with a good core and then you can lose sight of what you want to do with it um and and you know you can add things that, that may not complement your overall strategy so i think with 100 kingdoms you really got to think where do i want this army to go what do i want to play what's the you know what are my characters am i adding in what is the warbands that they're taking and what are they going to do to achieve what i want them to achieve yeah um so you know i, th- I think that's the first question because I, d- I don't think there's really much Deadwood in this army. Like, even the cheapest unit in the game, Militia Bowman, for 75 points, I try to squeeze one or two into every list I write because yep. 
the amount of times that a cheeky unit of militia bowmen marching and then charging and tying up an apex predator. I mean, come on, that's gold. Yeah. Plus, they're just like little plink wounds that you can do. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, you get you just got they, they got good range, so it's just like decent little plink damage just over the course of a game from this yeah seventy five point regiment. Yeah, you you've got Steel Legion, you've got Gilded Legion, you've got. You know, you've got a household guard, which we never seem to mention, which are also really good. So I think that's that's the problem with 100k. You've mm. got too many choices. Uh, you've got too many legitimately good choices. It's not like you've got one or two within the rest of pants. Yeah. Um, so I think if you're a new player, the very best thing you can do is pick up that core box and then play, say, a 700-point game, 800-point mm. game, play a few of them, Get an understanding of what the the regiments do and what they offer, and then from there it's a case of going right. What excites me? You know, what sort of things do I want? What sort of combos am I looking for? And then buy from there because I think, you know, because there's so many options, it's got it's got the potential to be a runaway, very expensive armor to buy. Oh yeah, it definitely can, and especially if you go like the cheap bodies route, um, you just you'll you'll have way more than you expect um just buying everything for that um mm. but if you if you go to like the sort of middle ground then you'll be fine um for anybody who is curious the 100 kingdoms side of the starter box is just under 600 points before any upgrades okay beautiful so that gives you a real solid core um and then you can just build from it with a couple of boxes i mean you can you can do a really well not really cheap but fairly cheap 100k army at 2k you could get say two starter boxes um you could get a couple of two more boxes of um household knights and that you've got two blocks of six Mm. um household knights each with the noble lord cavalry um and you've got heaps of men at arms to be your your infantry block for objectives you got some crossbows to plink um and you're away you know that's basically it yeah Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I honestly think as while we've because we've uh, you know spoken a lot about the actual core box, the new single player starter box for the Hundred Kingdoms. Mm. Um, if you bought the core box and that, you you would get a bit more obviously. Um, so what it what it um, includes is a noble lord on foot. So the core box gives you the mounted noble lord, the cavalry version. This gives you the guy on foot. It gives right. you two regiments worth of militia. It gives you a regiment worth of household guard, and it gives you another regiment of household knights. Oh, that's tasty. Yep. So if you literally took that, and that, this is this is um, if you run the points as militia bowmen because they are cheaper than regular militia. Um, if you run the points for that and then attach it to the core box, Hundred Kingdoms, you are just over a thousand points buying two boxes. Mm. Mm. I think it's like a thousand and seventy-ish um, yeah. points. So yeah, yeah, great options. I mean, that's the problem with Hundred Kingdoms. Too many options. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too many options. So Godspeed um oh yeah and that's not even mentioning the other ones that are coming out the orders which which is just at this point should be their entire new faction i really think they should just take them 
put them in, put, put them in a new box and call it a day. Call Called them, the 101 you know, Kingdoms. Yeah, the 101 Kingdoms. The 101st <laughs> Kingdom. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, so like that's that's the thing, right? It's like with 100 Kingdoms, you could buy a core box because it's a great place to start with the game, let alone the 100 Kingdoms. Mm. Um, or you could buy the single-player starter, or you could buy both. Um, and realistically, either option benefits from the options we spoke about before. So the Imperial Officer with his Legion regiment, so things like the Steel Legion or the Gilded Legion. Um, or you could go the Thief Priest with the Militia, because the single-player starter does give you some Militia. Mm. Um, it, either way, things you'll definitely want are an Imperial Officer and Men-at-Arms, because they are sort of your, your bread and butter to start with for 100 Kingdoms, unless you're going like a Cavalry side, or an Order side, or a Militia side, or anything like that. So... Um, but that's that's a good place to start, to be honest. Yeah, no, you can't go wrong. And then once you get more experience um, with what you've built up there, you can essentially choose what choice avenue to run down. Um, and it's, you know, as I said, no bad options. So, um, so everything is on the table. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mate, and the Spires side, what would mm. you go with for the Spires going after the core box? We'll start with that. So reminder, everyone, so it's, we've got the Ferromancer, we've got two lots of three force-grown drones. Yep. Um, we've got three lots of brute drones, and we've got one abomination. That's the one. So this is, this is one where it actually, you may not want any of this. <laughs> inspire you may want all of it and that's a great army but you may not want any of it, it it's it's less universal than the hundred kingdom side of the core box purely because spire actually have some really different ways to run um you've got different characters that unlock sort of entirely different sides of the army so, so the core box is really built around the pheromancer and their warband so the force gun drones obviously the brute drones and, and the abomination so if you wanted to run pheromancer style then obviously this box is cash money because it's it's cheap and you get a lot of stuff that you want to run so like if you ran if you've got two two halves of that box i mean you've got a pretty good You've got a pretty good start of a really good army, and then you can you can flex in with anything like a biomancer. You could flex in with if you wanted a bit more oomph or a bit more stability. You could flex in a liege highborn with some avatara. Mm. You could flex in some um, high clone executive with marksman clones and some some vanguard clones. Like you, you can really take it anywhere because it in the core box essentially. You, Put it this way, it, it's just a really cheap way of getting access to force-grown drones. Because mm. force-grown drones, just like the Militia Bowmen, they're so expensive to buy box by box. You almost wouldn't bother. Yeah. Because you need to buy, like, a lot. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> buy a lot of boxes. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's, it's not been an uncommon sentence to see people say that they have six, at least six boxes of force-grown drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, getting two boxes worth in one half of a starter set is brilliant. Like, if you get two halves of a starter set, you've got four boxes of force-grown drones, which might be all you need. Um, yeah. Because force-grown... The, the good thing about force-grown drones, why we keep talking about it for Spire, mm. is because they unlocked they unlock every character, I think with the exception of the Leash Highborn. Um, they unlock every character's mainstay. They're 90 points. They're cheapest chips. 
Um, they might have been 85 points, actually. Let me pull up. Hold on. What was the question? Sorry. Let me pull up a list. What Here do you need go. to know, mate? I got it all in front of me. Uh, four screen drones cost. They are 90 points. 90 points. Yeah, that was right. Um, and they're just universally good. So, yeah. Full screen drones, really, really good. Brute drones, um, they are more of a corner case. I think brute drones uh, should get a lot of love. I think they are that they they, they 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 suffer from for older players from you know what they used to be. Um, and what they used to be uh, was 180 points. That just wasn't as good as some of the other options in the army to be. Let, well, let's be honest. There are 180 points that were nowhere near as good as Avatar. No, I mean, that's, that, yeah, exactly what he said. <laughs> um, and now they're 165 points and they reroll their charges. They have flurry. They have oblivious, so they're not taking as much morale damage. I think they're really, really good for what they do now. I think they yeah. blend. They, they're, they're an absolute blender. They're not going to hit much of high defense, but that really they hit a lot of pretty much everything else. So, um that's the only i guess that's that's the only um downside with the spire half of the starter is if you didn't want to run pharaoh and you didn't want to run brute drones and obviously if you didn't want to run abomination then you're really only picking that up for force grown drones at that point which probably isn't going to make much sense yeah. so and if you wanted to do force grown drones in that instance this is a perfect segue mate the mm. spires single player starter Mm. gives you the other variant that Monty was talking about just before. So it gives you a high-clone executor. It gives you two boxes worth of force-grown drones. It gives you a box of Vanguard clones, which can also be built as Vanguard clone infiltrators. Mm. And it gives you a box of Marksman clones. See, I would actually buy that one any day <laughs> of the week over the starter. P purely because... I think, look, if, <laughs> if you have a person to split it with, then but the starter anyway because yep. it's if you if, if if you're not if you literally kind of get down the middle it's it, it, there's no sense not to um yeah, it's a no-brainer at that point. it's a no-brainer at, at that point um but if, if you're buying the 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 one player set i mean high clone amazing vanguard clones amazing marksman clones amazing and then you get those two four screen drones that you need so i mean that's that box is awesome mm, exactly it's great it's perfect mm. <laughs> So yeah, um, where, would and, take, where, where, you, comes, where would you take the army from that second box, my man? I was just going to say that comes to just under six hundred points as well, similar to the um the core box of Hundred Kingdoms. It's just like five hundred eighty-five. Um, yeah. that's building Vanguard clones, not infiltrators, because they're a little bit more expensive. Um, from there, honestly, um, with spires, I usually look to lean to a biomancer. Mm. Um, with the biomancer, you can take things like more force grown drones. Um, or you have access to, um. You know your uh, your other options as well because I think the Biomancer is currently the only way you can run Incarnate Sentinels, which is the the new amazing resin kit for Spires, which is fantastic. Um, the sorry, just kind of Liege Hybrid also has Incarnate as ah, there you go. I couldn't remember if there was someone else, but yeah, um, it also gives you access to the Abomination if you want to run Abomination. Um, but yeah, so it's like, um, but the the big thing with the Biomancer is it's it's almost like the the epicenter of like a majority of the buffs and bonuses and the synergies that the Spire utilize to make their army amp up and mm. like really put pressure on your opponent. Mm, mm, mm. And look, the Spires, I think the problem with the Spires, 
well, we like to be balanced on the show, um, and we we will always say what the positives and the negatives are. The negatives of the of the spies, like they can be a little bit complicated. Um, they can be simple to play simply, uh, but I think they can be complicated to pl- to take to the next level and to play. It's like a uh, what is it? It's low skill floor, high skill ceiling. Yeah, yeah, they they really do have you know because you know it's easy to run something and just sort of heal something and and, and be quite easy. It's 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 quite hard to fully maximize what they're capable of, and and that's when you start to see you know overwhelming force and 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 buff synergy come to the fore. Yep. Um, so biomancer is crucial in everything that you want to do to essentially maximize that next level. Mm. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's like yeah, if you if you want if anyone was ever to ask me, and this this is probably going to be the same through every version of this game, it's like if you were to what you know where would you want to go with Spire? It's like do you have a biomancer? Then get a biomancer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, on the flip side, as we said, because Spires have a couple of really unique ways to play, they're pretty much three armies in one. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you could literally just ignore both of those kits and play a, a bit more of an expensive route and just buy a highborn and a hell of a lot of avatara yep exactly um, yeah if you want to go the brute side the lineage highborn and avatara and now there's the center avatar that are out as well is is exactly. another really good way to go exactly i mean you've got yeah uh, lineage highborn two regiments of avatara one regiment of centaur avatara and one regiment of incarnate sentinels and you've got an amazing warband there uh, you've probably also spent about fifteen hundred points, um, <laughs> but um, but like you know, from there, because you don't, you know, you don't even need the core box then, for if if you're going that route, because essentially you're not really looking for that. You're looking yep. for the different flavor. Um, so you know, I think it's definitely as you're getting into the army, if you're brand new to Spire, get that core box or get that one player set box because. It just gives you the tools to start, and then from there you can flex different ways and, and and pick your avenue that you want to really focus on. Yeah, that's the thing is the the um the spires uh, all of their characters have been released, so you can actually get every single one of their characters. Um, mm. and every single one of those characters has a multiple of their mainstays available too, so you can really go any way you want. And it's like yeah, the core box and the single player starter both give you really good places to start. Yeah. Yeah. How would you rate the Spire from an expense point of view? Um, it depends on the way you want to go. Um, honestly, the best and easiest way to do it is just to find people you can split a core box with over and over again to get as many force-grown drones as you can swim in. Yeah. Um, because at the very least, that's that's a good place to start. If you yeah. just have you know a, a sea of bodies on the board, you can learn the game and you can play the game. And it's an effective list. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just depends on personal taste from there. For me, I really like the Vanguard clone side. I really appreciate the utility of a high clone executor with some Vanguard clones, mm-hmm. like a unit of Vanguard clone infiltrators being a pain, a unit of marksman clones to give that pip shot. But then it's like I'm tagging on either a Biomancer or a Lineage Highborn to that list, depending on which way I want to go with the um, army special rule. Mm-hmm. Um to either have a swarm of bodies that can just be synergized up like Madhouse with the bio, or I'm going the brute option with the lineage highborn, and I'm just going like all out offense with that point. That's got a, just a really hard chassis to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Look, I yeah, everything you said, hundred percent. It's it's one of those ones where it can just like Hundred Kingdoms, it can be very expensive if you go 
um, flooding with cheap, cheap bodies. Yep. Um, on the flip side, it can actually be a really cost-effective army to buy because Marksman clones, they're 165 points a box. Vanguard clones, the same, 165 points a box. Yep. Um, per box, they're actually quite cost-effective um, if, you, if you go that route. So you could go, say, one... Um, one or two of the of the starter boxes, or, or one of the, the the new sort of um, one player boxes, mm-hmm. then buy say four boxes of Vanguard clones, mm. um, and then one box of Marksman. Oh no, you wouldn't, you because you've already got a couple from the starter box. Um, yeah. And you've you've got, you mean you've essentially that's an army, isn't it? That, that's <laughs> so you need. Um, because you're not going to get fit much. Unfortunately, Vanguard clones are so good, you want to fit more than four boxes in, but you, you'll be hard-pressed if you're yeah, building you'll, it. You'll be, you'll be running out of points at that point. <laughs> exactly. And so, look, that's good from a, from an efficiency point of view for, in terms of bang for your buck, um, but you'll find your love affair with clones will grow and it just won't be enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At that point, you sort of you sort of hit into a problem, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, Ghostbuyer... Um, if you if you want something that's that will grow with you, if you want something that's simple to start but will grow as you master the game, um, I think Spire will make you a better player. Mm. Mm. Mate, that's basically the Spires in a nutshell. Um, pick another one, man, and let's run through that. Mate, lead us away with Nords. Nords are close to my heart. Um, so the Nords single player starter, uh, gives you a Jarl, it gives you a box of Huskals, it gives you a, um, box of Uga, and it gives you two boxes worth of Raiders. Um, anybody who's been listening to this show for a long time will know that my initial hate of Raiders is now subsided with 1.5, um, and obviously with 1.51. I now really, really rate having a regiment of six Raiders in your army, or multiple regiments of three or four raiders in your army um so yeah this this is a really good starter box um to be honest yeah um the only thing that could make this better is if that was a conning gear and obviously the raiders were something that you could give a conning gear because i just really love a conning gear um but yeah the <laughs> the the box gives you 625 points that's before any upgrades at all um and it's just a really good place to start uger is solid um they're a little bit more expensive than the Huskals, um, which I honestly think are the the the, the hardworking backbone of the Nords army at the moment. Yeah. Um, but Raiders are super cheap. They're super effective. With the Blood of the Einheria, um army special rule, they just put in a lot of work now. And if you just slap, you, you know, you could buy an a bo- extra box of Raiders, make those two four stands, and you'd be good as gold. Um, yeah. But- but, mate, what would you add to that box um, if you were going to go from that single player into Nords? You've got a lot of options. Um, we Nords are on our list to do a, a another deep, sort of a renewed deep dive now that they've changed. Especially uh, since the changes with uh, 1.51. So. Yeah, huge changes. That That's going to need a, a couple of coffees deep um, <laughs> and just sit down and just have a good time. Um, but, look, that box is really good um the only reason you wouldn't get that box would be if you hated raiders um which as you said they're so good now that it's, it's almost impossible to hate them yeah, if you, you, hate you can't them, you can't hate raiders where they are now you just you can't, can't. You, can't. I mean, <laughs> you, you can't because they're, they're they're so effective for what they cost 
Um, and, you know, if you hate lights, you can make them mediums. <laughs> like they, yeah. they, they, they literally have their own adjustability built into to the options for the Raiders. So um, they, yeah, look, the box itself is great. Raiders, I, I probably wouldn't buy, as you said, you, you, you could buy, say, one more box, run, say, two regiments of Raiders, maybe a five and a four. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got some really threatening early game pressure that isn't very much of your army. Yeah, um, exactly. It's cheap, and I don't want to see five stands of Raiders flying towards me because I know what <laughs> they can do. And especially if I, like, plink, say, two stands away from them, that those last three stands are now buffed up and they're crap to deal with. I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it it becomes them. very difficult to deal with the output of a, a regiment of Raiders. Yeah, and when they just keep getting stronger, and 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 you know, and you know that the door player didn't pay much for them, so they're not caring if they die. But <laughs> I tell you what, they're taken down heavier prey um, when they go. Like they're just they 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 punch well above their 120 points, so that they're, they're great. They're lo- they're looking at you with glee in their eyes yeah. as you kill yeah. their raiders yeah. because it benefits them. <laughs> it's like, kill me, please, kill yes. me, so Do I can it. kill you. Do it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, yeah mate, I would I would definitely add um, another box of Huskars, mm-hmm. all three. Yeah. Um, Huskars, as you said, backbone of the army. They're probably my favourite regiment in the army, um, and I say that with a question mark because there's quite a few um, that are so good. So look, these are Huskars are, are, are phenomenal. 150 points. Um, they're just a rock that no one breaks. Yeah. Um, super defensive, upgradable, um, with cheap upgrades that do a whole lot for them. Mm. Um, they like it's not uncommon to get defense four from the front, resolve four, um, hitting on fours with throwing weapons, um, with with fury, so you're getting extra hits, and then you get them down, and they got flurries. It's, it's, it's just done. yeah yeah so um uh, a big thing that i like to point out with haskals is that you always run a skull on them because the bravery special rule is phenomenal Mm. uh, and it gives them the plus one resolve which is even better um as soon as you go over four stands you put a thane in there the thane gives them bastion under four stands the bastion is okay but you're paying points for it then yeah. Um, when you're putting more points into the regiment as a whole, you want it to survive, so Bastion's worth it at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that that sort of theory can be carried across a lot of regiments, unless you're paying like 10, 20 points for something in a regiment that you, you know, if, you, if you're dedicating one regiment, and this is game-wide, obviously, one regiment to holding an objective, and you can spare 10 or 20 points to give it something to make it more survivable, just do that. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I think with Haskars, it's 20 points... Unless you're spamming minimum huskars, which isn't a bad option, I don't think I don't think that's a bad option. I think huskars by themselves could probably just times them by seven, and and there you are. Um, you've got an army. I mean, it's it's a boring army in terms of composition, but it'd probably effective. Um, so look cool on the table as well. <laughs> it would look great. Um, but no, look, I think I think if you're running, say two bricks of huskars, I, I don't think it's a it's a far far stretch to say the thane and the skulls are just auto include just put them in it yep, um, exactly get the points back somewhere else um they will become bricks that your opponent just has to shift that will always do more than what they take 
Um, yeah, just like Raiders, they become um, really good. And that's why Nords, I think, are so um, competitive right now. I think Nords are really competitive. I think there are a couple of really competitive ways to run them. They've got some really techie stuff, which we'll have to sort of, as I said, go through in, in depth. Mm. Um, they're probably up there with in, in terms of total tech. Like they, they may seem simple on the surface, but I think they're a very complex army to run. Um, and yeah, when they sing, they're sing. And they just trade so well. Like they got some units that are cheap and they kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, but, but yeah. Find some Huskars is good. Uga, you can pick and choose Uga. So Uga, um, a minimum regiment of Uga I love. Like, say, a one or two min Uga. Um, maybe I love them a little bit less because they went up to 165. Uh, at 150, I love minimum Uga just because they would die to the first thing that hit them. I mean, that's fine. They would just melt. Um, but they were an amazing counter charge. So you just put them... You'd put them on the 45 degree off to the left-hand side of your block or something that you didn't want charged and then you didn't do anything with them. You just held them there, just three Uga. They didn't cost much. And you just said to your opponent, go on, man. Yep. Go exactly. on, man. If you hit this block that's holding the objective, these are hitting your side. Like, that's that's it. That's that's what's happening. If you don't want to hit my block, I'll get the objective and these Uga will sit here all day and just do nothing. And they won their game. um at 165 points you can take it or leave it i think they're still good um i think they still crump really hard for their cost um but then it really just comes down to where you want to spend that points like 165 for minimum uga or 160 for a mountain yonna yeah exactly and that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a good place to talk about what I'd add to that Nords list. Like I mentioned before, um, so if you were to buy that core bot or that starter box, it gives you the Yarl, the Huskars, the Raider, and the Ugood. Mm. Um, my next edition, um, I love the Conning Gear. The Conning mm. Gear is great as a Warlord. Its supremacy is fantastic. It's army-wide as long as it's on the board. Um, and with the Conning Gear, the Huskars can click into the Conning Gear because it can take them as a mainstay, which is brilliant. And from there, you can add in a Mountain Yotna or you can add in an Ice Yotna. And the Conning Gear can also run the Chosen um, regiments for the Nords. So if you're lucky enough to get your hands on a regiment uh, of uh, Bow Chosen, um, or when they come out in plastic later this year, 2022, um, you get them then. Um, Conning Gear, Bow Chosen, and Huskarls for the mainstays. And then you can put a Mountain Yotna and an Ice Yotna in that um, warband. And then your Yarl has the Raiders and the Uga. Huzzah. It's a great start to a little force. Yeah, and look, anyone who hasn't been on the receiving end of Bow Chosen just peppered your, peppering you all day um, probably needs to be to understand just how effective they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just, yeah, they're really good. I it's think a, just one. It's a lot of dice. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of dice. Just one regiment of three. That's enough mm-hmm. to just be a paid at the arse. Um, to to go on the side because there's six movements, so they're coming on, um, twelve inches first turn because they're light. So hopefully you get them on first turn. That that, yeah. that would be sad. The dream, the absolute dream. Um, <laughs> and you just twelve inches up, put them on a bit of a put a bit of an angle, sort of put them on 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 the right or, or the left or something, to, just to make sure you don't have too much drain in the way. Put them at a bit of an angle, and then just essentially plink all day because that. Mm-hmm. 
the something we sort of haven't really talked about a lot was the the change the rules and the leader model. So the leader model was a huge buff to ranged regiments that normally do their damage at obscured range. Yep. So things like bow chosen, who normally are, are two shots each, so a minimum three stands will be doing twelve shots at range. Um, with a free leader upgrade because of the rules, they now do thirteen shots at range. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a significant, a significant just increase in efficiency for nothing. Yeah, especially when the leader is completely free and you're still getting that extra dice when you're at optimal range too. Exactly. So rather than twenty, rather than twenty-four shots, twenty-five shots. But that plus one dice when you're doing the obscured shots is just obviously counts for more. Um, same thing for something like. Um, we talked about it a few times, mercenary crossbowmen, if we want to bring back to the Hundred Kingdoms. You're, if you're shooting at 20 inches, you're only doing six dice, but plus one for the leader, so it's seven dice. So it's it's adding, what, like 16% efficiency to the unit? Mm. Yep. Like something crazy, and it's free. So, yeah, no, don't um, don't ever forget your leader because they, they <laughs> add so much. Uh, but, yeah, so these guys are like, like 13 dice. Everyone's just go straight through defense um, at 24 inches, and they just... If you get silly enough to get in their range, ideal range, they're just deleting you. Yeah. So, um, much, so yeah. So much damage. <laughs> so yeah, the conning gear. I think I think the conning gear for me, it's it's really interesting. Obviously, the Nords have gone through waves, um, and we'll talk about this more deeply in the deep dive. But for, for the conning gear for me is in. I think the blooded is potentially out. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think the conning gear is probably the new. The new main man on the block. Yeah, the that very subtle change to the blooded supremacy where it has to be on the board. Mm. It 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 doesn't change what it does, but it changes its impact. Changes everything. Yeah. So changes. let's not be the um... bush. Yeah, man. So look, Nords. Um, just like we said before, they can be quite expensive. Um, buy or you could go really cheap so we haven't really even talked about the blooded so the blooded itself if you wanted to pick up the um the one player box which gives you really good options that sort of gives you the Jarl's warband you can then just add a blooded which is the cheap literally the cheapest way to build a 2k list in this game dollars dollars to box (laughs) because all you need to do is put a couple of regiments of trolls in who are coming at 210 points a box. As we already talked about, the Bow Chosen, who are 240 points a box. Now, they are a bit more expensive in terms of the resin model, but later in the year when they come plastic, they'll be the same price as the standard plastic infantry kits, which will be best. Um, at that point, they'll be best bang for the buck in the game. 240 points for, um, yeah, for... <laughs> What, 39 euro? 41 euro a box? Uh, 39, I think, is the yeah. new one. So, so yeah, that sounds uh, right, yeah. That's 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 great. Um, so, yeah, that's another option for you. I know um, some people love their trolls. I know some people hate their trolls. Um, it's, it is it is what it is. I still think they're pretty good. Um, they, they still have a place, right? Like, if you're, if you're running with the with the blooded and you want to go that direction trolls is a really good option because he just helps them he's extra attacks at cleave too which they already have um he doesn't slow them down like they yeah he just he just helps out 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd I'd love to see the blooded. No, sorry, not the blooded. The the trolls maybe get a little bit more love. I think uh, certainly our local scene they've gone a little bit off the boil. Um, we see them come and, back in waves every now and then, and there's always at least one person repping the trolls, which is good. Yeah, and I think the models are pretty cool too. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Amazing. So I think I think that's Nords. I think th- there's just so many options. We, we we can't go through them. There's how many on the data sheet? There's like one, two, three, way too many. Um, <laughs> and and they're all good as well. So I think that the the benefit of of the Nords is that a lot of their regiments haven't been released yet. Yeah. So you may not have as many as much selection paralysis because you just they're not there. Yeah. Uh, yet. So out of what's out. You can't go wrong with Yotnars. You can't go wrong with Huskars. You can't go wrong with Raiders. Um, great ranged in Bow Chosen. And then um, got things like Uga to just, and Trolls to just be annoying yep. and, 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 and either soak up damage or, or, or give it. Precisely. Mate, I think that's Nords. Um, let's have a look at the, uh, the Dweg home, shall we? Those stumpy angry little boys and i uh inside a joke uh, i'm sure you've heard me say quite a few times on the show that hold thanes i will never run so i i made myself a list not an hour ago uh called hold thane kingdom um because i just needed to i needed to say right how can i max these thanes and i i think i'm slowly and surely coming around to the idea that hold thanes are um Maybe not the best thing in the world, but goodness me, they hold their own. <laughs> but good enough. They're good enough. <laughs> they will do a job. Um, and but we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. That's it. Maybe the whole right. Thanes will need like the whole Thanes revolution. Um, I think we need to do that. Maybe we need to do an episode where we go the whole Thanes revolution and the the Longbowman revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. All right, so. <laughs> But let's run through this single-player starter and go from there. So the single-player starter for the Dweg Home gives you a Hold Ray. It gives you two regiments worth of Hold Warriors, and it gives you two regiments worth of Hold Thanes. Now, bear in mind, the Warriors can be built as Ballistae, and the Thanes can be built as Dragon Slayers. So realistically, it gives you an option of four different regiments. It basically gives you half an army. Yeah, and I think... um, for the most, it's like 700 points, give or take a little bit, depending on how you kit them out. I think that's that's like the cheap end. Um, yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it'd be about 700 points, so you could probably amp that up if like if you ran you know two dragon slayers and two oh god, are the ballista five points more expensive than warriors these days? I think so. Anyway, yeah, well, yeah. the warriors so, much more expensive. The warriors are 120, the ballista 135. There you go. Okay, yeah. So you're looking at about probably closer to 800 points if you do it the expensive side if you do it the cheap yeah. side it's 700 points so yeah yeah it's the it's the cheapest starter box you can get in terms of points because dweg do sometimes pay a premium for their units um this starter box is really good because it's basically when i say half your army it's sort of like half both half your army in terms of points and also half your army in terms of options <laughs> Like exactly yeah like and, and, you know you've got as we sort of said before about the twig more is coming the whizzy on a lizzie will be here soon the the oh, sorcerer man. on the Hellbringer drank yep. for those who, who don't know the, that reference. yeah the, the drake bound sorcerer is going to be amazing uh anybody who missed the happy hour for um february uh missed out on a treat 
where they showed us the um, 3D render of the model, and then they showed us the model just chilling on the Hellbringer itself. And, you know, <laughs> having having a, uh, a tempered sorcerer aloft on chains that have attached it to, you know, the back of an angry dragon with cannons, um, it's definitely an incredibly evocative image, uh, and it also mm. is going to be sick as hell on the table. Yeah, yeah. And also that sorcerer is a brilliant alternate sculpt for just a foot sorcerer. Yes, which um, uh, they did mention, Parabellum did mention, that if you want to put him on just a regular infantry base, there'll be like a little stand of flames you can glue his feet to. Um, so he'll be floating there, and the chains can still dangle from him that way. Super cool. Yeah, super, super cool. cool. But, mate, what, what would you add to that? <laughs> Two of them, I'd be done. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them, dust hands, walk away. <laughs> yeah, done, done. Let's, 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 let's just... Put these together, get rid of the mold lines, and roll some dice. Um, yep. No, they're no, really good. They're, they're they're really good. Um, you know, I mean, the the only you know, to be fair, the whole Thanes and the Dragon Slayers aren't everyone's cup of tea. No, so you wouldn't buy this box if you didn't want to run whole Thanes or Dragon Slayers. It just wouldn't mm. be worth it. it. It would be a waste of time. So, um, that's that's the 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 fly in the ointment. You know, if you didn't want to run them, then don't buy the box. Um, yeah. At which case, you've sort of got to go from scratch and be a little bit more expensive. Um, but look, Hold Ray is a pillar of this army. I think he brings so much utility and, and, and just presence on the field, and he's such an iconic miniature itself. Mm. Um, there are Dragon Slayers and Hold Thanes have... I mean, this box does lead itself to having the Hold Ray as your Warlord. So there, there is a build, and, and, and to them personally, I think Ardent Creed is the way to go with him as well. Um, so you've got essentially um, Hold Thanes being nigh on unkillable, um, being defense four from the front baked in with the option of a 50-point of 50, 50 defense five from the front upgrade, which is silly. Yeah. Um, and then they ignore a point of cleave. So even if your opponent hits you with cleave two, which is probably the most the most common big boy cleave, um, it's cle cleave one you'll you'll laugh at and never die. Cleave two is only going down to, if in that setup to failing on fives and sixes, which gets a bit silly. Um. Definitely can. <laughs> Definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, Thanes, I mean, they're expensive, but, I mean, that's, again, that, that that's also a blessing because you don't have to buy as much. Um, if, if you're if you're one of these players that are very, you know, penny conscious and, and you know, want to look at getting an army that actually doesn't cost you that much money outlay, you know, if you, if, if you want to buy a second army, say, to have a, a change of flavour but don't want to spend the world, then certainly running whole Thanes and Dragon Slayers, they're super expensive on the table but really impactful, and that's a great way of doing it. Yeah. Uh, how would I add to this? Um, great. I'm glad you asked. I would run a Tempered Sorcerer. Yep. For me, I think I will always run a Tempered Sorcerer with Drake. I think they just, they just do so much. Um, yeah. They def they're definitely a very easy sort of, like, attachment to the army mm. because a lot of the Dweg power comes from their magic. Um, their regiments are super good, but you can get a lot of work done with magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can run it different ways. So you can run the Sorcerer as the main man star of the show um, and, say, run them in 
I mean, you could even just run him behind your main force as a buff piece or run him as an offensive piece with, like, um, Ballista and sort of try, try to get an angle for him to go pew-pew. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I mean, things will die. Um, <laughs> you could yep. run them... like The way that I like to run them is um, two ways. I like to run them either in a six-man unit of warriors, have him... Because a lot of people will try to hide their sorcerers. Mm-hmm because they are so squishy and they are so vulnerable to being jeweled. So some people like to hide them. If you put them in a unit of six warriors, you're not caring because basically it's very rare for you to not have at least one chance to flame your opponent in the face yeah. before you're jeweled. And usually you'll have two chances before you're wiped out. And to be honest, that's usually enough. <laughs> <laughs> just like, enough just enough two, two casts with the tempered sorcerer of flame wall when they're in your face oh look I'm, i mean there are some high defense units that will bounce off that like you know the whole thing example we talked about if you want to do a mirror match mm. but a lot of stuff will crumple under that pressure plus of course whatever the sorcerer is with so in this case six unit of um of of um warriors and of course the whole ray is your warlord and you're running the Ardent Creed, so they've got Fury. Yeah. So they're doing, they're contributing, like, what, 18, 19 attacks themselves? Oh, yeah, um, something, something crazy, and it's quality and, attacks, too. Yeah, they're not doing they're not doing amazing damage, but they're doing they're not doing nothing, and they're, they're taking a big hit. They're, they're not going to go down easy, and the Tempered Sorcerer the whole time is, is, is brum, brum, brum. So you'll run into situations where your opponent army has really good duelists, which is a bit more dicey. If your opposing army doesn't have good duelists, this Tempera Sork just wins the day. <laughs> he just says, let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's great. So, yeah, I would add a Temperate Sorcerer. From there, to be honest, you could be pragmatic and just buy more warrior boxes because the warrior boxes can be hopeless day in warriors. You, you've essentially got your... The, the components of an of an objective game list. You've got your objective ca- your objective grabbers, um, being your medium warriors, 120 points for a minimum regiment, cheap as chips, great at what they do. You yep. can spam them and just be a pain in the butt. Really, you can just play you can just play whack a mole, get them in the way, <laughs> block charge lines, just have like five minimum warriors just running up the table. Your opponent's like, well, what do I even do with this? Yeah, just, like, just, just a swarm of warriors. Just a swarm of warriors. And they're not going to cost you all. Like, that, that's what? Five times mid-warriors is, is what? Um, 600, uh, 700 points. Uh, that'd just be 600 points, wouldn't it? Because it'd be 500 and then 500. So there you 20. are, 600 points. Yeah. Even then, my, 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 my math is rubbish. That's um, right. It's late at night for us here in Australia, folks, on the upside-down <laughs> uh, timelines that we live on. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's 600 points to your list for just brilliant objective disruption yeah um because you've got you've just got things that don't die and your opponent just has to deal with them they have to chew through that normally your opponent has maybe maybe two or three real hammers um and if you can tie those hammers up early and just make them fall through wave after wave of tough warriors then you I mean, yeah that's that's a lot of the job done mm. That's a lot yep. of the job done. So, mate, that that you could go that way. Um, the other way you could go would be maybe Fireforged. Yep. Yeah, that was that sort of my pick. If you go a and this works for either a Tempered Sorcerer or a Tempered Steel Shaper, a, a regiment of Fireforged is a great little bodyguard for them. 
Um, and with the sorcerer side, like you get tempered sorcerer, you can go fireforged and you can just tag a hellbringer drake in there if you feel like it too. <laughs> <laughs> just why not? A little cheeky drake. Yep, exactly. Um, and and look, um, the fireforged are also restricted for the hold ray, so they're literally yep. they can Dual go purpose. anywhere. Yep, exactly. They can go anywhere. So look, that that's a you know you, you can the sorcerer you've got multiple options of what you run with them. Um, you can choose to go, um, you know, with, with Dweg, I feel like the choice is, do I go regiment heavy or do I go character heavy? Yeah, because you can that, amp your characters up to a, to a bonkers level where they're doing a lot of work and the regiments are just there as sort of ablative wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the cheerleaders of sorts. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, that's, to be honest, with the Dweg characters, that's not a bad choice. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't think that is a bad choice. I think that's a really good choice. Um, it's not usually how I like to run an army. I usually like to run the regiments being the rock stars, but but certainly running some some you know like three sorcerers plus a hold ray is doable and very <laughs> much just all the flame. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. But mate, there's there's one more build to do from that that set. So you know you get your hold ray, you get your ballista, you get your thanes. Um, the other option is you take an Ardent Karawar and mm. you take uh, Flame Berserkers. So um, the Ardent Karawar, can, uh, a big thing with the um, majority of, or actually all of the Dweg, they can always run Hold Warriors and Hold Ballisto. So you're always going to have mainstay options for a character. Mm. Um, but Flame Berserkers are super, super good regiment. 170 point light infantry with Resolve 5, Defense 3, Flurry, or of death, all sorts of nonsense. Um, they're fantastic, and you can now with aura of death in 1.51 being a scaling rule um, or an X special rule, if that, if that makes more sense. Um, there's a few different tricks of making that even better. And yeah, when you look at a defense three regiment, um, which can get Bastion through the Karawa, uh, and then it's resolve five base. So as soon as you slap a character in there, they resolve six. Then you can get them to seven or eight, depending on how big the regiment is. Uh, it's really hard to shift them, and they can punch well above their weight as a light infantry. <laughs> they're disgusting. They really are. Yep. They're um they're unbelievable. Remind me again how you get Bastion from the Karawite. Ah, uh, the flaming oratory um mastery for the ardent Karawa gives him Perfect. the Bastion um draw event. Perfect. Thank you, yep. sir. Yep. That is that is. I mean. <laughs> that's, that's good i mean the, the problem is you've got is 30 points and then you have to do the old character activate first then the regiment to yeah regiment. yeah there's a little bit of um you know card gymnastics at that point but mm. if you know it's the difference between defense three and defense four you're probably going to do it <laughs> it's huge i mean defense four resolve five and we've seen how obnoxious avatara are yep um and then these guys just early game in your face never dying i think that's the you know it when you get into Dweg, I think the I think Dweg are fairly simple to run for me at a baseline level and in an intermediate level. They they get a bit more complex when you really want to maximize their combos. But even then, I think their combos are fairly straightforward. Yeah. Um, comparatively speaking to some of the other armies. And then it really just becomes a you know if you're a new player getting into Dweg, it becomes a, a the, the choice of you know how far do i upgrade these things they're yep. already expensive do i just let them do what it says on the tin and get more of the stuff or do i upgrade them to high heaven and then run like six regiments 
that's it. Yeah, it's like you know, do yeah. If if you if you got like four cards in your stack, a maximum army, or do you have fourteen cards in your stack? <laughs> yeah, and it, look, it just comes down to flavor and how you wanna how you wanna approach the game. Um, yep. Do you wanna build Death Stars that never die and kill anything? Do you wanna just build more of a harassment? Um, objective game play look it really comes down to flavor and and i don't think there's a right or wrong way no exactly Um, and the dweg you know because of that universality universe i can't speak today because of the (laughs) of the whole balliste and hold warriors being mainstay for all of the characters that you are that's just a much longer way of saying the same thing um (laughs) you you essentially if you buy some boxes of those you never you never won't use them you'll never it's not like when you buy a like say 100 kingdoms if you buy the horse for 100 kingdoms right and then the game shifts and horse are sort of downgraded a bit or whatever it is That's, or you just don't want to run cavalry and you want to or run you just don't want to run cavalry you know yeah. that can that can seem a bit a bit of a feels bad because you sort of well i've got this horse and then now i can't use them with these sort of things, if you buy whole ballista and whole warriors, you'll never not use them because they're 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 really good at what they do. I don't think because they are you know if you're looking at overall points and, and whether they go up and down as as the living game evolves, because they are mainstay, you, you you just can't do much with them. You can't make them much more expensive because you prohibit the rest of the army and you make them unplayable. So they have to stay pretty cheap and competitive to make the dweg function. So they they're just the perfect future proof unit. Exactly. Exactly. Mate, I think that's all the dweg, isn't it? Look, it is. Uh, and then all the dweg, uh, all the drags. And look, just wait for the ironclad. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Exactly. Mate, mm. we just have your uh, your children themselves left, which is the Wadroon. The orcs riding dinosaurs riding orcs. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the the infinite the infinite joy of angry uh, angry men riding angry um, lizard uh, feathered lizards from prehistoric and Jurassic um, ages. Indeed, they got penned up inside a spire for eternity. Yep, exactly. Um, mate, run us through the one the character box because this is a brand new thing. Before this, we had that they they had the warband box, but when yep. the faction first dropped, I think it was just buy boxes. Basically, the the Warband box, I think, did come out very close to initial release, but it was also, mm. like, considering how quickly it got snapped up, it just disappeared. Yeah, um, it was nowhere. <laughs> so, the the one-player starter for the Wadroon gives you a Predator, it gives you two boxes of Hunters, it gives you two boxes of Blooded. Now, bear in mind, the Hunters can also be uh, built as Slingers, and the okay. Blooded can also be built as Braves. So, this is very akin to the Dweg um, box, which gives you the ability to make up to four regiments. Mm. Welcome to Wadroon as well. Yeah. Yeah. It is very good. Um, it's probably my least favorite box. I was going to say, I think my only problem with it is the Predator. Uh, look... I think it's it, it's it's actually similar to the Spire. It's it's on the same level as the Spire uh, core box, mm. two player box for me. It's brilliant if you want to run Foot Predator and the ranged options because yeah, exactly. that's essentially all you need for that playstyle. And then you just add to it with some a couple of other boxes and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, 
unlike some of the other one player kits this isn't a box that you would spam so you would only ever need one box um maybe two but one's realistically what you'll stick oh, to you, you're never taking two i mean as a woodroom player the 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 ranged in your army um, and i'm more than happy to be called on this and told i'm brutally wrong because there's so many <laughs> there's so many opportunities where that is exactly the <laughs> the correct thing to say because i've been wrong a lot uh, and continue to be and, and continue to grow and learn in this wonderful universe um, but the Wadron for me, like the ranged really is your supplement. They're your, um, your just a little bit of extra that you're adding yeah. on. Um, you can build into range heavily, but I, I really don't think it's the strength of the force. Um, it, you know, it, it gets expensive for what you want to do really quickly. Whereas some of the ranged and some of the other armies is very efficient for what you want to do. I think in Wadron, you know, you've got your slingers. Slingers are probably your best bet to start spamming or, or to, to, to really to really go heavy. But then you've got to unlock them. Um, they are just the, the ranges aren't as as far as some of the other armies. So if you wanted to go range, your maximum range is twenty inches. Yeah, that's a move charge guaranteed from horse. <laughs> like that's just you can stay out of that range. And still, more often than not, charge you. Yeah. Um, you know, to be really effective in the range game, you either have lots of cheap things like the mercenary crossbowmen, so that you don't care if something dies because they're cheap, and then you just hit them with the other stuff. Um, or you have something with long range, like merc uh, like marksman clones or mercenary crossbowmen. Don't know, um, longbowmen. Sorry. Yep. Who can pepper you with no fear or minimal fear of reprisal? slingers and hunters especially hunters are only 14 inches so you've got to be a bit clever you, you, and that's what i mean there are supplements so you've got to have something that's really good ahead of them that will either take the attention or get in the way but then the hunters aren't going to do enough damage to stop whatever's coming from getting through that roadblock and then wiping them out in one hit yeah no that's perfectly fair so I think that's why you only want one box. It's very, very good because hunters, I, I will always run one minimum unit of hunters in my list and I could be convinced to run two um, very easily because for 145 points, you're just getting all game harassment. They do a lot of spike damage when you roll well and when your opponent rolls poorly. Mm -hmm. um, and they just do a lot for 145 points, I think, over the course of a game. If you, can play, if, if you play them really aggressively, then, you know, you're gonna lose them, and that feels bad. But if you if you keep them, you know, forty five degree off to the side, bait an objective, be a pain in the butt. Come on, you know, be at back of the ball, then then double march up, then sort of threaten threaten to overwhelm or flank. Then yeah. they're just really effective. So yeah, you what you got two hunters, well, one hunters, one slingers. You got the foot predator, which puts in lots of work. Um, in slingers, I think foot predator plus slingers is a great combo. Yeah, especially now that slingers have come down, um, and so is the bullet carver. It's definitely something that I uh, I can appreciate. Oh, it's such a tasty combo, man! It's it's mm -hmm. it's really really good. Uh, but again, you know, you've just got to work out tactically how you're going to get around the shorter range because you're yep. really a mid range shooter. Yeah, well, the whole army of Wadroon is basically mid to short range anyway. So, <laughs> and and the other the other internal balance issue you've got with Wadroon is you've got 
unfortunately, all of your really good stuff is really costly. Mm. So you've got things like Warbred, super costly. Raptor Riders, same level. Um, you know, 190 for three. Um, you know, really inefficient for like cost for wounds. Um, they do a lot, but they are just expensive. And then you've got things like, you know, if you want to go Apex Predator, 185 points. Um, things like Braves came down. Oh, no, sorry. Things like Blooded came down, which was brilliant. So you could run sort of like a skirmishy style army, which would be really fun to play. Mm. Would it be as effective and, and do what it needs to do to shift, you know, a, blocks of, a block of six Steel Legion that got on the objective before you did? Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know if it could, uh, but you know what I mean? Like the, the heavy hitters and the things that you want to do the work are really expensive. And then you're looking at all the chosen of conquest, chosen of death, chosen of famine, chosen of war. They're all up above 200 points for three. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's, that's my issue with slingers and, and, and hunters is if you want to tech into that, you can, but you just don't have points for the other stuff you need to have a competent force. Mm. Um, and I've, I've tried. <laughs> I've tried really hard. I've well, tried. mate, if you're if you're taking one of these boxes to get you your hunters, your braves, your blooded, and a predator, what are you adding on afterwards? Mate, first purchase I'm making is a queen. Yep, I was going to say if you, you you've got to grab a queen. The queens are that good, uh, that integral, that amazing. Um, yep. That I can I 100% support this decision. Grab a queen because a queen a queen predator essentially withdrawn for me. Um, again, this is purely just my personal personal way to play it. I can't see them until the chieftain drops. I can't see them run any more than two characters mm. because they are so expensive. You sort of go right for me at least. It's right. What are my two characters that I want run? Well, how do I want to synergize with my force? And then I'm sort of picking the regiments that that complement them. So I think a queen and a foot predator is a brilliant army. Yeah, I occasionally with see three characters in a Wadron army, but two seems to be the sweet spot. Yeah, I, I, look, and, and when Chieftain runs, Chieftain drops, um, I mean, all, all bets are off. Yeah. All bets Everything are off. Everything changes. You could literally run four Chieftains, and that would be a very good day for you. <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Queen, I mean, you, you, because of how cheap Braves and uh, Blooded are, you can't go past another couple of boxes of those. Yeah. And by couple, I mean, like, six. <laughs> at least four. <laughs> at least four. Um, because that'll give you some really cheap chaff. And I love that we call blooded chaff now. Um, they're chaff, they're chaff, chaff. On a, from a points point of view, but they're definitely not chaff from any other point of view. <laughs> Basically, blooded are, are identical to, um, I, I almost call them identical to raiders now. They're 115 points compared to 120 points. They're both almost identical roles. Raiders are lights, um, and then blooded are medium. So that's probably the only difference. Yeah. Um, blooded are, I mean, for what you get, they're so good. So yeah, blooded are great. Yeah, and another another this and this this comes back to the Dweg home conversation. Another really good reason to get heaps of blooded and uh, braves boxes is every single one of your characters can run them. Mm. Mm. So Chieftain can run both of them, Queen can run both of them, Predator runs both of them, Mounted Predator runs both of them, and the Scion runs both of them. So you will never not have a regiment to chuck in as a mainstay if you, if you right. need one. And, you know, Braves, unfortunately, this is when the army starts to get really expensive. I actually think Wadroon's probably, probably the most expensive army to buy. 
Um, you, you need to get a lot. You um, need to get so much <laughs> out, out of all the armies. And look, that will change. That will change big time. As soon as veterans are released, they become the most economical army to run in a certain way. Like yeah, they, when, when you've got some more cheap. options, you're set. But until then, you're it's 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 very linear. Um, in at least the core section of stuff you need. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could run, you could run like a couple of boxes of Raptor Riders, a couple of Warbred, and then really that that gets you up to two thousand points quite quickly. So there are ways to do it, but it's probably not as effective as mixing the big hitters in with your solid infantry, and that's where the cost is because your infantry is so cheap mm. in the game. Um, you need so many boxes, and that's where that's where it hits you. It hits your wallet hard because, <laughs> you know, I mean, um, my you know one unit of braves for me is is three hundred and fifty points, and that's nine stands. That's three boxes in one yep. one regiment, and that's just like one small part of my army. Yeah, it's it's like the it's well, actually <laughs> would you call it a hammer or an anvil? Because it kind of fulfills both uh, purposes look, the way that it's yeah. designed. Yeah, we've covered we've covered that. It's it's my haranvil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then of course the Apex Predator. What an amazing model. I mean, I think most people who are withdrawn aficionados will try to own at least one, um, because it is a model that typifies the faction. It's big. It's bold. It hits. It stomps. Yep. Exactly. Um, so yeah, got to go. And 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 the benefit of of going straight for queen is the queen gives you flexibility because the queen's warband options, um, you know, we covered it pretty extensively in the queen fa- uh, character focus. But mm. she's got ten choices. She's got five mainstay and five restricted. Um, covers pretty much everything that you could need. Um, it covers everything from the core box. By the by. <laughs> um, so literally if you just didn't like the foot predator just buy the core box and then buy a queen and you're good to go <laughs> yeah um, and that's it and that's it um but anyway it i think the queen's great value um get her a couple of boxes of blooded bros f- figure out how you want to run do you want one more points in in light regiments so harassers like raptor riders which is a great choice do you want a more beefy heavy hitters like warbred or apex predator um, you've got some tech pieces coming a little bit later this year in the hunting pack, mm-hmm. which are super, oh, super cool. Love the hunting pack. They're going to be great. I think they're going to take a bit of time on the table to get right, but I think they're going to do a lot of work. Um, they're, they're sort of very similar to the Fenir Beast Pack yes. um, in in design. They're a bit more expensive, but I think they are a bit better. So, um, so yeah, they're, they're really cool. Um, and then, of course, the Chosen is, is almost like um, – the what am I thinking for the Hundred Kingdoms? The um, orders. orders, yep. Yeah, the chosen sort of these mythical, mythical chosen things. Then the chosen of conquest. I think it was revealed are coming not too long away. Ah, um, uh, yeah, chosen of conquest. Uh, I think they're currently slated for the second half of twenty twenty two. Yeah, and then the the chosen of conquest will be a dual kit with the veterans. Yeah, well, it's it's been said with something else, but I guess the the easiest thing for us to assume is veterans. <laughs> there we are, there we are. Yep. I love, yeah, we're just make, we're just making up the rumor mill now. Yep, exactly. We're just going to throw salt on that pyre, and it will be fine. So, <laughs> just watch the world burn. Yeah, but yeah. So when uh, when when chosen release, <laughs> taking a scion with some chosen is a good pick. Until then, um, the 
the the only real sort of option you can go to buy wise is you buy a queen and you get stuff for the queen and then you run a queen predator combo. And look, you could also avoid the queen and run the scion on predator combo, or yeah, just correct. as I said, buy buy the box and then just sort of put the predator because the predator is an amazing model. It's actually it's my least favorite model on the table but my favorite off it if that makes sense <laughs> because it's an amazing it's 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 got this um, awesome urukai vibe um you know holding this massive crossbow stomping on the head of this of a skull of a beast it's it's laid low like it's an amazing model yeah um anyway sorry i'm just just geeking out um <laughs> you could run a scion and a queen list scion um very very effective i think they they're just running um, from the curse of not having their warbands out. Yes. Um, so the Scion was initially really hyped and then I think has fell by the wayside because, you know, the, the, the other characters out at the moment just have a lot more options. Um, you're running Scion, you literally only can run him with Braves and Brudded, nothing else are out yet. Um, yeah, exactly, so, yeah. Until, until you get the ability to take its chosen regiments, then, hmm. yeah, it's, its warband is incredibly limited. Yeah, it's still good. Um, and the sign itself, I think, is way underrated. Mm. Um, as, as well as its supremacy ability, Vision of Conquest is is, is so good. Um, yeah, so good. Um, and every time I write a list, I always think, oh, I really want to get a sign on him. I have him here. <laughs> he's, he's, he's hungry for battle. He's lonely. Um, put me in, Chief. And then yep. I, I just I just can't quite pick him up and put him in. It's the downside to the Wadroon, mate. You always seem to run out points faster than you want to. That's exactly it. It's exactly it's so hard. It's so hard to run a really balanced list because you just you want to go hard. You want to go hard with the good stuff, and you find yourself you you've got one warband and you've got seventeen hundred points done. <laughs> and then you think, well, like that's not balanced. I can't win a game with this. And yeah. so you go back to the drawing board and you, you, you make it you make it more balanced. But then, of course, you've got to make really hard choices. Yeah. Um, and as a uh, as a little uh, tidbit at the very end here, uh, when the old Dominion release, they will also be getting a single player starter. I don't believe it's part of the initial wave, but the following month, like it's sort of wave two, um, there is the single player starter for them. Um, the uh, Parabellum have uh, shown off all the models that are coming in it, so it'll actually be two uh, regiments worth of Legionnaires and two regiments worth of Kerries, um, plus an Archimandrite, which is uh, one of their caster um, uh, archetype characters. Uh, mm. And the Legionnaires can also be assembled as Praetorian Guard, and the Kerries can also be assembled as the Mori. So, um, yeah, that's... That's what you'll be able to get for the old Dominion to start as a single player start set from there. But when they release, when the rules are officially released, I can speak more about them compared to incredibly vague notions. Uh, and you can't see, but I'm waving my hands because it's the only way I can fill the gap of not talking about how sick this army is going to be. <laughs> they're gonna be, they're gonna be pretty cool. I yep, think exactly. Very, very undead and very cool. Yes, exactly. But mate, that's uh, that's all the new single player starters, and obviously we went through the new core box as well. Yeah, man. I think it's um, they're great places to start. I think you know most people listening to this probably already have started, and so therefore it's a great place to start another force. Yep. Um, or it's and, a great place to tell people that are interested to start because yeah. these new these these new boxes are going to be a good place to kick off. So 
yeah, definitely. And they're just a really solid, a really, and they're amazing as well. We haven't even mentioned like they're they're amazing for first blood. Yeah, exactly. Um, you buy a box, you're done. You've got your your entire first blood force. Um, and you know, I mean, you buy a box of Dweg and you've got two first blood forces. <laughs> <laughs> Share them with your mates. <laughs> oh, that's great. But um, mate. <laughs> what else? What else do you want us to talk about, mate? Or are we? Or are we happy to leave our lucky listeners at that? Now, just, just, just a, sh- a nod to the Brisbane champ himself, uh, Mister Nathan Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, indeed. Um, second uh, time uh, running. Yeah, um, absolutely great showing. I, uh, I did uh, get him to to throw me his list so I could uh, drop it into the commander's corner of the. Um, Conquest Discord, uh, and it definitely turned a few heads. Uh, I think the way that uh, our dear friend Nathan runs his uh, Nords definitely t- uh, piqued uh, people's interests. Um, and the the man, the myth, the legend himself um, is an incredibly good player. So kudos to him for his uh, absolutely great shot at that uh, event we ran. Oh, he's a he's a he's a great player. He's a great combatant. Lovely fellow as well. And um and he just thinks about all the little tech. That what I love about his lists is he thinks about the tech that isn't obvious. Yep, exactly. Um, not the obvious combos. He loves the loves the sneaky ones um, that are maybe not seen as much internationally, but but certainly here, goodness me, they um, well, I mean, <laughs> last two tournaments he's won both, so um, yep. so he's, good. He's, on, he's on a hat trick. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think uh, we'll 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 try to twist his arm to maybe log on with us when we do the the nords deep dive so we can steal some of his um inner workings or, or at the very least we'll go through we'll get him to go through his list and and his thoughts on nords at some point for sure absolutely but mate thanks so much man it's been an absolute pleasure as always mate it uh it's the perfect way to finish a perfect day exactly exactly uh and Guys, for anybody who uh, hasn't already, we're currently running, and I think it's still going for roughly another two weeks, a giveaway. Uh, so this is until the 6th of March, 2022. A uh, giveaway for the a Wadrun Apex Predator shipped right to your door. Um, all you have to do is use uh, post up a picture on the um, post for that, uh, which is pinned on our Facebook page, uh, and use the hashtags Path of Conquest and Colors of Conquest. Uh, and you'll go into the draw. Uh, you can enter as many times as you want. Just keep throwing pictures up there. It's been absolutely great watching everybody's entries. Um, I've got a running tally, which the the page is incredibly decreasing in size. Uh, sorry, decreasing in space. It's still available to write tally points on, uh, which has been good. Uh, and yeah, it'll be really good when we can give that one away. I'm really excited to to send a message through to the person who's going to be lucky enough to get that going to them. Uh, and for anybody who hasn't used it already, we do have our eShop code for Parabellum's website, which is VGG10. That'll give you 10% off your first purchase that you use it for. Um, and it really goes through to helping us as well, so we can do some more really good giveaways for you. But Monty, thank you as always, mate. Thank you so much. No, and, and thank you, everyone around the world. I hope everyone's well. I hope everyone um, hugs a family and a neighbor. Yep, that's it, mate. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.